astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Swick, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Valentine's Day is coming. Yes, it is. We We just passed the Super Bowl, which technically it hasn't started yet. So, (laughs) yes, yes. We're recording on Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday in the morning. So, yeah. uh, Big deal. Very big deal, needless to say. And uh, also a big deal because, uh, you know, Mars is lining up with Pluto here. Mm hmm between now and Valentine's Day. Uh, this will be our first time. Uh, for those who've been following us, we know Pluto is in Aquarius, zero degree Aquarius right now. Mars has never met up with Pluto in Aquarius. And it's a volatile placement to start out with. And now we have Mars coming to that zero degrees of Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Actual hit is Wednesday the 14th, Valentine's Day. But these days leading up to it are all suspect right yep well we just know how much change pluto has brought or can bring right. and then mars is like lighting a match and throwing it into what has already been happening so of course you know any sort of big news coming out about uh, just what's been happening in gaza mm. you know it could be i'm gonna say war related you know it could just be oh. big topics or big blowouts blow ups around those types of things but of course we can experience them on a very personal level as well especially if we have some sort of strong uh, placement of aquarius in our chart but also just if you take what we've been talking about like virgos for example we've been saying okay your work is probably being upset and now here comes mars now you might say oh now i made the decision i had the blow up i I said what I needed to say, or now finally the office did close. We've been talking about it. So it can feel like the action piece really comes into play maybe versus just, I've been thinking about it. I've been experiencing it. Oh, now it's, it's happening. It's done. Right. That those two together, Mars and Pluto always coming together, but more so at zero degrees Aquarius is associated with chaos. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you kind of hinted at explosive didn't see it coming. We were just talking and all of a sudden someone's yelling, right? Didn't see it coming. Uh, So it's usually unexpected behaviors. And on on the worst level, right? The really lowest level, it oftentimes can be feeling like you've been betrayed, that you're on the wrong side of the deal, or you feel like you've been retaliated against. It can be a very politically alienating energy as well. So, this is just a very small storyline because in the end, whatever, but, you mm-hmm. know, I voted via mail yeah. um, here and I just got back from vacation and I had a a letter in the mail saying that my signature doesn't match my signature on file and they're criticizing me maybe of possible voter fraud. There and it all goes back to like my name change. And quite honestly, when I signed my new name at the DMV, 
I hadn't been practicing my new signature. So I'm, I don't even quite remember what <laughs> I did. Obviously I could look at my ID and just see it. So I think when I signed my voter ballot, I signed the new way that I'm signing my new last, my new old last name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in the end, it's like, okay, whatever. I, yeah. Very political. Very, very political. politically driven that question. You're, you know, like you're scamming the system somehow. Oh, wow. Well, I would like to pay particular attention uh, because you may be wondering, is this me? Are they talking about me? Who's who's more more susceptible to this energy? And we would say those born around January 21st. Okay, Mm -hmm. and give yourself a leeway there. If you're the 20th or the 22nd, we're talking about you still. Right. So around the 21st, around April 20th, around July 23rd and those born around October 23rd. So you, if you have, obviously, if you're born on those days, that just tells us that your sun is sitting right at that degree, close to it, that you're more susceptible. But of course, if you know your chart particularly well, which you all should by this point, at least have a hard copy of your chart so you can look at it and see where zero degrees Aquarius is at because maybe you have your moon there, or maybe you have a Venus sitting there, or something, you know, another interesting point. Or their cusps could sit at 29 degrees, zero degrees, one degrees, those would all be mm-hmm. uh, considered very sensitive to this energy. Absolutely, absolutely. So to get into the main topic of today, we are continuing with our 10th series or, or 10th episode of the series of calendar astrology. And today we're going to be talking about those that were born on the 10th, or 22nd of any month. So just in case you're new, um, it can be any month. So if you're born on February 10th, March 10th, April 10th, or of course the 22nd of any of these months, we're talking about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you know your chart as well, if you have several planets sitting at 10 or 22, this would also be very applicable. And when we say a lot, we're thinking like maybe three or more planets sitting at 10 or 22 degrees. So if you're born on the 10th, and again, know of someone, this is really good if you have children and learning about them, about what their path is all about. But in any fashion, those born on the 10th and the 22nd of any month uh, carry the vibration of a Capricorn. So we're not knocking out what their sun sign is. If you're a Scorpio, if you're a Taurus, if you're a Gemini, we're saying, yes, you're still that, but you have a Capricorn vibe going on that will start to color that sun sign. And how that might that look? That generally is someone who likes rules. What is the rule? What is the guideline? The teacher said I had to do five. This child may make sure they do five rather than three or they may not oh they might not do six because she said five so they're kind of aware of the guardrails so to speak uh, that those kind of rules or guidelines or standards that that we face every day in many different activities when we're driving a car when we're in the the checkout lane there's certain protocols that we all know of kind of what the expectation is and they 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 lean on them they need those they might also just do better with a more structured uh, work day. So oh. the idea that they might not do well if they just have a lot of freedom, they might need to have, oh, I have an appointment at nine or I need to be here at 10. Uh, they might not just do well with a very free flowing day. I think they just thrive with knowing 
this is where I'm going to be, or this is what I need to do. Uh, they might not just do well with free time, just sitting around. They might try to structure even vacations <laughs> where I need to constantly be moving. I need to constantly be on the go. Yeah. And maybe everyone around them may not appreciate that, by the way. Right. True. True. <laughs> True. I think the other fun thing about those born in the 10th and the 22nd is that they maybe age in reverse. Uh, maybe for some reason they are uh, have to take on responsibilities um, uh, early on in life. Maybe get out there and get a job or have some a lot of household responsibilities. But as they age, and I'm talking about big time aging here, like at, particularly after they get around 50s, you know, they start becoming much more playful, much more playful. I really notice this with my father. Um, but anyhow, um, you can think of George Foreman. Uh, George Foreman in the grill. Remember how he was just laughable. He was cute. He was, you know, you you loved him, but he was a boxer by trade. Mm -hmm. So he got really uh, a soft as he aged and it was very endearing. Yeah. Those born on the 10th and 22nd, um, we kind of mentioned this, but they could be very disciplined, of course. They'd be very hardworking. And this might be hard to hear, but, you know, they might even choose the harder path. Now, some could argue the harder path chose me, but yes, right. um, it can work both ways. Um, the example for this would be Rod Stewart, you know, still touring at 79. Yeah. That's no, like, he, does he need to be doing that? I will guess we're thinking he doesn't, right? Most of us are thinking he shouldn't be pushing himself that hard. But he might think in his mind, based on like the way that he's programmed with mm -hmm. that influence, like, I have to do this. I need to do this. It might not just be a, a, an I want to do this. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, uh, Bono is another uh, uh, person born in the 10th or the 22nd that, you know, uh, a lost a parent at a pretty young age, his young teens, kind of a tragic story. His, his grandfather died as they went to the funeral and his mother had an aneurysm and died. Oh my gosh. At the funeral. So, I mean, it was like losing two elders in one day. But anyhow, the point is, you know, he sang a lot in, in a lot of the um, uh, YouTube songs. I mean, I'm sorry, YouTube songs, excuse me, uh, about, you know, the loss of his mother. So they have a tendency to raise themselves uh, or have to have to raise themselves because one parent is gone or one parent is just, you know, out of the loop somehow. Um, so, uh, you know, my dad was a Capricorn and he went certainly live through that energy as well. Yeah. They can be very practical as well. So they might not be one that enjoys like the frilliness of life. Um, and it's not to say that they don't have anything nice, but they might just do with some pretty basics where they might feel like it's, oh, that's very indulgent to go out to dinner, or that's very indulgent to spend that much money on something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think we need to bring up the the darker side of this. We kind of have kind of portrayed the 10th and 22nd as maybe, oh, they follow all the rules and they're very exacting. Well, if a rule is wrong, uh, if it's discriminatory, they're the ones to question the rule. Mm -hmm. Who made this rule up? So I'm not saying that's the majority of Capricorns, but I'm saying that it's a high percentage of Capricorns that are, thank goodness, are criticizing mm -hmm. or challenging, saying this doesn't make sense. Why they get to do it and I don't. 
And of course, I'm going to go to extremes. I'm going to think of a Bobby Seal, uh, someone from a different world than maybe the majority of our listeners. But, you know, he co-founded the Black Panthers and he really was a great advocate for equal rights and did a lot to help those who were imprisoned or who were being threatened with it. And yet there's some very famous images of him being bound and gagged in court. I mean, he was treated terribly. Uh, today would just be not accepted at all, but yeah. there, there was. Um, so the point is Capricorns can be noisy. They can criticize and they can have very high standards. And if you don't meet their standards, yeah, they're going to let you know about it. Well, because Capricorn is the law, it's the rule, it's the guideline. So of course they, people born on the 10th and 22nd might be enforcing the rules, but yes. you know, they could also be not be fearful of challenging those in charge. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Capricorn yeah, is everything. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was say oh, Capricorn I'm is everything inside the box. You know, it's oh, okay. this is how things are. Mm -hmm. And I think they take that very seriously. Mm -hmm. I, I can say that with a Capricorn rising. I can certainly say that. <laughs> But specifically, those born on the 10th, if we just focus on the 10th, not the 22nd here, the 10th, they have a Saturn, Saturn influence in their chart. Again, and add that on to their sun sign that you already know. Uh, Saturn, Saturn is someone who oftentimes thinks in terms of the long picture. My goal is to get a million bucks in my bank account. My goal is to become a licensed plumber you know whatever the goal is they have a goal and they're working towards it, it associates with people who have long careers mm -hmm. uh, oftentimes people who are in government uh governor gavin newsom from california here he is born on the 10th uh you know um head of one of the largest states by population uh but we also have someone soft like kylie jenner uh, she doesn't come across as black and white right she comes across as uh uh, well, she's building an empire, more importantly. That's probably her thing with the Saturn, Saturn, figuring out how the market works and dominating it. Dominating it, for sure. Yeah. Um, this would be particularly intense for those born on January 10th because they would already be a Capricorn. And then being born on the 10th, they're a Capricorn, Capricorn. Oh, oh. Or Saturn, yeah. Saturn, I should say. Yeah, no, so. that would be, it'd be an almost like a triple Capricorn. I mean, it would have a flavor of that. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. yeah. So big builders, of course, long careers. Uh, but again, it really just reinforces a lot of that stuff that we said about they might be big on the rules, but they might even as a child love to build, giving mm -hmm. these children Legos or blocks. Mm -hmm. um, they might even be climbers, literally. Oh, they, yeah. Yes. Uh, Great. Like to climb on the couches or, mm -hmm. you know, put pull the chair over to the kitchen and climb up onto the counter. So mm -hmm. the cat tree, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but should be very successful mm -hmm. uh, because I do think their, their plan is to grow. Mm -hmm. and, and effective reformers as well. Yes. Because they're they're going to keep coming back at where the problem is at to get it resolved. Yeah. Next, let's talk about those that are born on the 22nd in particular. So they are ruled by Saturn. Venus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this one's a little bit more controversial. Mm -hmm. um, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that, um, you know, these are not Saturn and Venus are not considered compatible. Uh, 
-hmm. Saturn is kind of the, the dry side of things. What do we need to do? How do we need to get done? And Venus is like, can we take a, can we take a nap? Can we have an, a, a good lunch? Can we uh, stop for a water break? It's the good life, so to speak. And when they come together, there's a conflict, which generally means, and again, this would be a broad thing to say about those born in the 22nd, but you know, they may, what they are doing may cost them a lot. I want you to think of someone who's going to work three jobs to get their kid through school. They'll make, they'll be self-sacrificing. Now it's a good thing, right? Where the money's going. It's not that they're out spending it, wasting it. No, they're working very diligently, maybe too diligently. Maybe someone else is saying, you shouldn't be doing that. Get that kid out there, get them a job, so to speak, make them do it. Mm -hmm. they, they have a great ability either to live with some sort of harsh reality this is the way it is. I have to take care of my mom and my dad and my cousin, right? Yeah. Uh, or they pay a high price for their success. Yeah. They do well in life, but they lose their friends. They lose their connection to family. So there is a sweet and a sad mm -hmm. you know, side to this story. Uh, this was Bobby Seal. I mentioned him earlier, the activist. He challenged the rules. He made progress, um, uh, you know, but in the end, you know, the, how would you like one of the famous pictures of you being bound and gagged sitting in a courtroom? No, it's right. And Bobby is still living today in Texas. So that's kind of, I'm kind of happy to see that he still was going strong, but uh, uh, he was treated very harshly. He paid a high price for his battles. Yeah. Um, James Patterson, the author, um, mm -hmm. has a lot of mystery thriller and like true, true, true crime. Yeah. yeah. Um, he goes into very graphic um, depictions in, in his books. I think he did a thing on Howard Epstein. I'm not Howard, but Epstein. Okay. Uh, you know, I mean, he went into a number of, of the true stories as well as his fiction, very dark uh, at times. And again, uh, I, I tried to do a little research, find out a little bit more about him, uh, but uh, it's just that he's dealing with, you know, some terrible subject matter. Right. And that's the thing is like, we talk about that with astrology, like, are you living it out or is that what you've made your career in? So maybe you're not personally living it out, but you know about it because in this case, you're writing about it, but he's willing to go there where some people might say, I'm not even willing to read one chapter of that. Yeah. And then other people are, and then him, for example, has made his whole career out of typing out those words. I mean, it has to influence you. You know what? I just said it to a client recently. I said to them, I said, this is the most challenging thing in your chart. If there's any chance you can make money doing mm -hmm. this as a profession, consider it. <laughs> because it's going to happen to you is, my, is what I'm working off that theory. Right. I think you agree with me. I agree. It's going to come out. You're going to experience it. You're going to live it. So why not? Okay. I'll be the therapist and I will hear all these terrible stories of dysfunction, but I'm getting paid to do it. Does that, does that sound mercenary? Does that sound? No, terrible? I talk to clients. I know I t when clients are going through something harsh, uh -huh. you know, like a Hades energy, I'll say, well, do you have a basement? Can you literally clean out a gross <laughs> yucky basement or mm -hmm. like, um, if they're going through something that's like that Pluto Mars, I might say, oh, get into the gym, get into weightlifting, boxing, something that takes that energy of that yeah. very masculine 
compulsive, explosive energy and lean into it. Right. Anyhow, James Patterson has found his niche writing about these dark stories, Saturn, Venus. There's people always in pain. Someone's always losing in his storyline. Someone's always being, you know, abused or lost or, you know, grieving. Um, and the last one I think we have is Andrew, Andrew Lloyd Webber, born on the 22nd. Well, who can forget Phantom of the Opera? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Saturn, Venus, basically a very twisted love story. Right? Yeah. Very dark. <laughs> literally quite dark, you know, and mysterious and ghostly. Um, I, I just thought, you know, it, I mean, I, again, I don't, I can't recall it effortlessly, but you know, the idea of the, um, at nighttime when the, the lover, the ghost comes out and in love with, and oh my gosh. So again, a sat a big Saturn Venus story. Venus is love. It's the good things in life. And Saturn is obstacles and it takes more work. It doesn't come easily or effortlessly. So I think we need to leave them with actually one last example, maybe Kristen oh. Wig, just because if oh. someone is raising okay, sure. a child born on the 22nd right now, that's true. Okay. These examples that we gave might feel like, oh my gosh, is there any hope, hope? <laughs> or like, what is this? you know, what does this mean? But I think she plays it out in maybe a, a lighter manner than some of the examples that we gave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we're not talking about her personal life necessarily. We're talking about the characters that she's played. But again, when we see an actress or actor that's very successful in a role, many times it lines up with what their lifelong astrology themes are. So she was born on the 22nd herself, you know, and she's known for playing very neurotic characters those who feel snubbed or kind of left out. Socially and, left out, right? Yeah. Uh, so if we think of the movie Bridesmaids, you know, she uh, <laughs> got drunk on the plane and stumbles into first class. And, you know, that would be a very Saturn Venus. It just oh, She was so on the outside. She wanted to be on the inside. She wanted to be the closest bridesmaid to the bride. And yet this other woman who was, had take a stepped in and taken her role as best friend to the bride. And it was just, it was, it was really sad to see how she, badly she left out and didn't know what role she was to play. Saturn, the rules, the social rules and Venus, my friend, social ease. And, and she doesn't have any social graces here. She keeps bumbling in and making a scene when she's trying to do something nice for everyone. Yeah. And it always kind of boomerangs back on her, making her look like the social albatross. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, there's a new one coming out. She has pa- Palm Royale. I think it's going to stream, but I'm not sure. It's coming out here in the next 30 days. Pretty. I've seen the trailer. It's pretty hilarious, but it's all about her trying to get into Palm Beach society and all sorts of antics. Uh, where they try to keep her out and she's bound and determined to get into this group. Again, the socially awkward. So Saturn Venus can be someone who creates socially awkward circumstances. Yeah. Or storylines. Yeah. Or they're exposed to them. Oh, of course. So that concludes our talk today on those born on the 10th and the 22nd. Uh, We hope that everyone has or had a safe Super Bowl weekend and we look forward to talking to you next week. Okay. Take care. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. To keep in touch with mom and me, feel free to follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Swick. 
or to visit our websites, visit mom's website at maryswick.com or my website at kateswick.com.